I think we'll see, um, you know, these really smart tools and AI really take over, you know, more and more functionality and have a bigger impact, not just, it's going to have a bigger impact in our lives in many ways, but in vacation rentals, I think it's going to be really, really interesting, um, much more advanced search. So on the platforms on Airbnb, on Verbo, like very advanced search coming, which is going to allow guests and potential guests to really dial in what they're looking for. Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I'm really, really excited about the conversation we're about to have today. Everyone's talking about AI and how short-term rental platforms are able to respond quicker and better, but what hasn't been getting a lot of attention is how AI is going to power these platforms to become one-stop shops with all the services, tools, and everything under one roof. And we've got a brilliant guest joining us today that can explore this topic in a lot more detail than I can with you. We've got Jeremy Gall, founder of Breezeway, joining us today. So Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us on the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Awesome. Hi, Sean. How are you? Thanks for having us today. Um, Super excited to be here and um, chat with you about technology and uh, vacation rentals. Awesome. Love it. And then, like I said, I was, I've got to bring the, the experts in because that is, uh, that's definitely not my strong suit, I would say. So I'm, I'm really excited about this conversation and, uh, and then tapping into the hot topic, you know, Breezeway has been around for a little while. And so you guys are, you know, you've been in the business for a long time, um, kind of one of the staple solutions out there for a lot of owners and operators that are in this game. But um, take us back a little bit to, you know, where, what background you come from, um, what, what led you into the short term rental game and founding Breezeway and, and like, let's, let's dial back the clock a little bit and, and start there if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. It depends how much time we have, how far back <laughs> we want to go, but um I won't go too far back. I think, you know, early in about 2005, um, I was thinking about starting a company with a couple of friends um, here in Boston. We were looking at utilization of property and, you know, condos in the city that didn't get used a lot uh, while people were traveling. And we thought about, you know, how how could we help make that better? Marketplace sharing economy was just sort of, was a new sort of terminology. Um, and I went to a vacation rental managers association, a VRMA conference, and heard about how you know professional managers, at the time we called them RBOs, rent by owners, nobody called them hosts, and um, about how RBOs were in this big battle with professional managers. RBOs were gonna list on their own. It's gonna take away all this professional inventory. And um, together, you know, with my co-founders, we thought, gee, you know, if people could have guest reviews and you could be on a website and you could see what reviews were in ratings for all these properties, um, it would help consumers. And if you were professional, that would help separate you from some people who weren't professional, no matter whether they're businesses or hosts and small managers. It was about who could really just provide the best service. Right. And then that to the top for consumers. So we started a company called FlipKey in the vacation rental space. We did a partnership and, and eventually an acquisition with TripAdvisor and Expedia um, and sold that company there. But we worked with hundreds of thousands of listings all around the world. And um, a lot of those folks became my friends, these operators. And I started talking to them afterwards about 
how do they run their business? And, and what about taking care of the property? And what's all the work you do to like get the guest? Because then I thought professionalism is really going to take off. And anyway, so we started Breezeway to be a platform to really help uh, people professionalize the operational side of the business. Yeah, it's awesome. And and so when what years were that? I got into this game in 2006 and it was a, an entirely different game back then as well. Like I was using Craigslist and, you know, oh, local yeah. classifieds to to book our properties. And so um, when you started going through that, I mean, it, obviously the industry's matured significantly since when you started, but what, what were those years that you started doing that? Yeah, so 2006 was when we basically started FlipKey, okay. ran that until 2013 totally right. Like it was, the, it was uh, not just because you're hat, but it was kind of like wild west back then. Uh, it was wild. People were listing on Craigslist. You'd show up. Sheets were optional. You didn't know if you needed to bring your own toilet paper, do a rental. Nobody paid uh, online. You couldn't book people. Your listeners probably don't, you know, people depending on their age, don't even know this, you know, but like yeah. 2006, no online booking. Yeah, it didn't exist yet. It sort of started in 2007, 2008, but everything was checks. People were still mailing brochures. You'd have yeah. to set your rates at the beginning of the year, right? And yep. then make sure that you had it totally set because then you would the take- The brochure was accurate. Your, yeah, you'd take all your guests from years past and you would mail them a brochure and hope that they've rebooked. And so the pricing was what, you know, it was fixed. It's totally fixed. Yeah. 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 It was, a, it was a totally different game and it's been fun watching the industry really mature. And then, and then really kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated like to the, to the story of, you know, you guys, when you started your company and really talking to the people and saying, Hey, listen, how do we raise the bar? It really starts with those conversations of saying, well, how do, how do, does it become more professional? How do we raise the bar to where not only hosts and managers and everybody else, and then ultimately raises the bar for that guest experience. And, and that bar continues to raise, uh, you know, and, and so it's really cool to talk to somebody that's been in the game for as long as you've been in it to see that industry mature, like it has, it's very, very rare that we talk to guys that have been in as long as uh, dating back to 2006. So it's really fun for me. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. It makes me feel a little, yeah, I, don't, I know I, all that. Those of you watching on YouTube, yeah, you see the gray hair I, for me. So <laughs> it's a, uh, it's uh, it's definitely there. The uh, I think it's interesting though, right? I think part of what I was thinking before Breezeway was, you know, the marketing channels were becoming very established. I think it's changed a little bit and there's opportunity for a few more, but the marketing side was becoming really established, which was if you were a host, you had one property or very few properties, you had Airbnb, you had... VRBO, you had booking, you had TripAdvisor, and then yeah. you had a few other channels that, that were sort of like also ran. Um, if you were a large company, you had those channels for advertising, and then you had your own website. Um, and it was kind of like, I felt like that problem was sort of fixed, but you also had Expedia, cross-listing vacation rentals with hotels. Yeah. Airbnb buys hotel tonight. So you've got Airbnb and hotels kind of like and it just seemed very obvious that there was going to be this convergence between hotels and vacation rentals. And then you think to yourself, okay, I need to deliver a hotel-like hospitality experience um, that is super predictable. It's like really dialed in, right? Everything's perfect. You go into a Hilton 
four seasons, the trash cans in the same spot every time. Yep. I need to bring that level of standard to a portfolio of really unique properties where every property is different. It's a, it's a heavy, heavy burden. And the guest has fallen in love. I think the other part that's like really interesting, right? The guest has fallen in love with a specific home. When they show up, if you're a manager and you have 10, you, know, you can't just push them into another one the same way a hotel says, well, why, why don't you, we'll get your room ready by four o'clock. It's yeah. gotta be that specific house. So you just have this like deep operational burden. And I thought consumers are expecting more as well. Those guest expectations go up. It's not a super large, not a super, super high margin business. So you gotta be careful about what your expenses look like. And the more efficient you can run, the, the better off you be. And that's what that's what gave the idea and, and where Breezeway started off then, right? To say, okay, listen, we've got to be able to help hosts become, be able to give this predictable experience that's the same every time, right? That That's what the expectations are of the guests nowadays, right? We, we, we know, like I always say, hotels are, you know, they might not be the most unique experiences like we can deliver with short-term rentals, but they're very predictable and people like predictable. And so we've got to take that level of predictability into our portfolios, which is what you guys decided to start with Breezeway, right? It's, and there's, and just, and so we, you know, we can kind of um, educate the people who are listening that might not be familiar with what Breezeway is. There's a lot of property management software tools out there that you, that help a host or management companies if they've got multiple properties to kind of manage their properties across platforms and market them and bookings and, you know, all those different things. Breezeway is more of an operational platform. Is that correct? That's exactly right. And it's really people, people might not know this. I didn't in 2005, I didn't know some news when I was starting Breezeway, but before that, I didn't know it. When you walk into a hotel <clears throat> like the Hilton, there's one Goliath piece of software that like runs the front office. So you, that software helped power how you booked, what the rates were, how that unit, how all those rooms in that hotel were distributed to the GDS and yeah. to a whole bunch of different channels. Um, and then there's another piece of software, huge incumbent in the hotel space that runs all the operations, that runs housekeeping, runs cleaning, runs services, runs food and beverage. And then on top of that, hotels run on, you know, maybe another 16 to 20 pieces of software that do very specific things. And when I looked at vacation rentals, I had the benefit at Flipkey, we'd done 40 or 50 property management software integrations. I knew how these systems worked. And so you think to yourself, okay, I have a more, you know, vacation rentals are more complicated than hotels. I've got a bigger operational burden than hotels. And yet I don't have a piece of software that's dedicated to the operational, like back office work. That's really optimized to help me do that. It just felt like a real opportunity to say, great, let's partner with the PMS systems. Let's keep them focused on the front office. There's so much stuff they can do to help you with pricing, to help you with distribution, yeah. help you with interesting ways where you can book your rentals and how you're going to do it. Um, and let's take some of that burden and let's say, let's build an operations tool that says, this is how you're going to care for the property. This is how you're going to clean it. This is how you're going to manage um, scheduling, maintenance. This is how you're going to do asset management and show the owner that you really care about their property. Or if you're the owner and it's just one home, how are you going to really dial this in so you can keep up with the professionals and do a do a great job? 
Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I always say that kind of managing short-term rentals, it's one of the drawbacks of this asset class. It's it's the Achilles heel of the business, if you will. I outsource all the, the management on my properties. And I always tell people it's not, I don't outsource it for the, the front end marketing side of it. That that side, I feel like there's a lot of tools that can dial that in pretty well. I feel like we can get involved in that. I don't particularly like the operational side because I was, if if we've ever got involved in it, it was all very manual and spreadsheets and this and that and the other. And it was, and and we've never, we never tapped into in a, a software tool like Breezeway where we were able to, you know, feel like, okay, we can actually handle this. So we just hand it off to the professionals is what we do. But there's a lot of our listeners who are, you know, they're like, man, I, I love doing certain things, but the operation side, most people don't like the operation side of the business. And, and that's where Breezeway steps in though. And in, in, in really like, I've got a lot of our, we've got a high-end mastermind group. We've got a, a lot of listeners in like regular communities and stuff. And I know a lot of them use Breezeway and have said how many times to me, man, it really helps us on that operational side. It really helps us organize, keep things in track. We, you know, things don't slip through the cracks, the T's are, are crossed, the I's are dotted. And so, and I think that sometimes when we do all this stuff, we forget about in any business operations is really what kind of keeps it going. Right. Oh, it's incredible. And like, this is property management is just, it's a service business. And yes. I don't think a lot of people like to think about that either, but hospitality is a service business and this one's complex and it's extra complex because you have to handle what's going on with the guests. And you also have to answer to your owners. If you're working with more than one if you're working with more than one owner, you have two different constituents that you have to keep busy. You have to keep happy. And that takes a lot of work. And so, you know, I think what it allows people to do is, you know, we don't typically, and we'll get into this with, you know, AI and technology as well. Like the goal is not necessarily to replace people, but the goal is to be able to say, great, you're in the hospitality business. Let's just transfer some of your energy, the human energy that you're putting into it. Let's make sure you get the benefit of that. And let's put it forward yeah. into your service in a hospitality fashion and the grunt work, the organizational work, like let systems help you, let systems help you be better at that. That's awesome. So let's dive into that. Let's dive into the AI side of life. And I mean, it's uh you want to talk about a hot topic right now across the across the board with everything, right? And 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 I haven't had the you know I, I we were joking a little bit before we hit play and I was telling you you know I've, I messed around with Chat GPT for like help me with headlines and stuff but that's about it and I know how powerful though those different tools out there can be and it sounds like you guys are figuring out how to integrate them into some of the systems and software tools that you already that are already established as great operational tools to like just like you said let us take back the hours and the time that we have to do the things that those that those software tools can't do. So the human element, let's, let's apply it where we're going to get the biggest bang for our buck in the hospitality space. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I'll, um, I'll take one step back. Uh, we made it a good 15 minutes without saying chat GPT, which is awesome. <laughs> this is good. Step, step back. You know, when we started Breezeway, one of the things that we wanted to do um, a little bit differently was think about the property profile and think about the relationship that you as an owner, if you're if you're a host and you're self-managing, or if you're a property manager and you do it on behalf of other people, that property is really your product. Like that home is your is your product and the service that you deliver around it, right? Right. But the home itself is so 
unique and special. It's central to the vacation rental experience. People fall in love with those homes. They go on their trip, that home, you go to the Outer Banks, you go to coast of Texas, you know, like this home is like a big part of, it's where you're going to have all your meals. It's where you're going to play games. It's like, this is it. And so that home is really central. And what (laughs) we found was that there weren't really deep property profiles about these, about these homes anywhere. So you didn't really have them on your mark. You know, Airbnb has got pretty good stuff. When you build your listing, they start to capture more and more information. Now it's becoming a lot more structured. The PMS system doesn't really have too much stuff for that. And nobody, including Airbnb and, and VRBO, nobody has like the really detailed stuff. Like how many TVs do you have? Right. How many bedrooms do you have TVs in? And like, where do you keep the remote? Or what's the make and model of your hot water heater and your dishwasher and your washer and dryer? And like stuff that doesn't sound all that sexy and exciting. But if you want to deliver a consistent, great experience, you need to know that stuff because if it breaks, you know, you don't have the luxury of saying to your guest, hey, we're not fixing the HVAC for three days. Right. You know, got to get somebody there and they got to fix it quick. So we built Breezeway originally around this like deep property profile and a really structured property profile. And I'm going to bring this forward all the way to chat GPT. Um, I'd love to say I was smart enough back then to think that like we would be using chat, something like chat GPT and machine learning for that. We did think that the structured data would help us do some special things. And really that's what it is coming down to now, which is, you know, chat GPT and AI and these sort of systems, they're only as good as the information that you can feed them. And if you can't feed them, if you feed them a whole bunch of garbage that they can't understand, then you're going to get garbage in, garbage out. But if you can feed it structured information, it's incredibly powerful what it can then do with that to answer questions, to read through that, draw connections between this structured information. Um, And that's where we're really starting to find um, some unique value that we can provide at Breezeway. So when you, so I guess my head starts to go to how you, how you actually use that, you know, and when you say you've got, you know, a deep property profile where you've got a lot of data as far as, you know, TV makes and models and everything else. So just go back to, Hey, you know, I've got a guest that doesn't understand how the remote works or how the TV turns on. If that, if that property profile is, is detailed enough, you're saying that, the AI learning tools can go dive into all that information and be able to quickly answer those questions for the guests. And it's almost instant, right? Oh, well, and they're like, Hey, try this, do this, turn it on here. And versus us having to manually answer those questions. Hey, I can't get the fan, the fan to turn on or turn off or whatever. And so is that, is that how you'd use it there? That's exactly right. And I think a lot of systems weren't built this way. A lot of systems were built with custom fields um, a lot of property management software systems were built this way with custom fields, which makes sense because property managers do things differently, right? And you yep. do it a little bit differently than somebody else. So it makes sense to give you a lot of customization. But then the problem is like, I don't know what field you decided to put the Wi-Fi password in. Yes. Uh, I don't know what it's called. And so if I don't know what field it's in and I don't know what it's called, I can't pull up that information very easily. And so that's exactly right. Like the system, ChatGPT is incredibly good, right? It's basically, it's just digesting volumes and volumes of information, so much information. They've already trained it to talk like, a, you know, to, to respond. 
like a human. Um, natural language, like a human, right? Because it's read so many things that it knows how to write sentences like a human out of the box. Now all it needs is co context and some content. So once you can start to give it some context about what you're trying to do, and then you can feed it specific content around that, things like Wi-Fi password, things like where to find the, the, you know, where to find the keys, who to call if you're having trouble with access, things like that. It's really able to surface through a lot of that information. We started as an operations platform in 2019. Um, we launched a messaging product because we knew that um, the operations was tied really closely to how you communicate with a guest. So we have a whole yeah. separate messaging product that helps people communicate with the guest through automated and then personalized messaging. Um, and then this year we launched a guide, which is a property guide where you can feed us more information about your rules. You can marry that with property data, like what's actually in the home and put in front of the guest, like a really nice guidebook. Um, but then we've trained, you know, we call it, um, it's part of our assist product, assist AI, so that you can do suggested replies and that suggested replies reads through your reservation data, all your property data, the information that we have about the guide, which is your company information and your policies. And then it just pops through some suggested replies in a really, really powerful um Wait. Yeah, it's interesting when you're talking like my head goes to and I, I was thinking of that when you mentioned that is it, you know, it, this is more than just the guidebook, right? Like it, it, the way I'm the way the least what I'm hearing when you're talking is we could really use this as sort of our 24 seven concierge, like you probably feed it in anything you want. I'm, I'm assuming like, hey, here's our favorite restaurants, you know, you can at you could you could ask it, you know, almost just like a concierge would whether it's a problem with the house turning the remote you know the how to how to turn the fan on or off or how to use the hot tub if it over you know if it's locked or whatever all these different things i was just having a conversation with one of our with with a owner earlier today and he was saying man one of my biggest problems with communication is the hot tub you know i'm always having to teach people how to use the hot tub and so it, that could solve that problem right because it's going to know the make the model the how to use it but also what a great guest experience if you've got a, a platform or somewhere you could go and have a 24-7 concierge recommending some of the best restaurants or activities or, you know, what you can go do around the area as well. I'm guessing, which is ultimately we have that in our guides guidebook as well, but sometimes people want to ask somebody things. hundred percent. They want to, they, they kind of want to read it, but they don't. But I think this is a benefit of, of what we do. Um, you know, again, this is a, it's a complicated business. And by focusing just on this, we're able to approach, we think, and I think our clients think so as well, agreed. Like we approach these problems in a novel and new way. So for example, the guidebook. Um, when you open up the guidebook, you know, it knows um, where you are in the guest journey. So right. pre-arrival, if you open up that link pre-arrival and it gets sent to you via text link, if you open up that link pre-arrival, um, it's going to show you the directions to the property and access in Wi-Fi. If you open up, if you go back to that link um, and it's after arrival, all that content, all that content dynamically shifts. We don't have to send you the directions anymore. You can still get there. You can yeah. navigate your way there, but that content has dynamically shifted to start showing you things like recommendations and 
important things you need to know to, about the property. And as you move closer to checkout, if you hit that link again, it switches again and it just pulls up the right information at the right time. And that's a new way that people haven't totally approached it. Um, and as we start to leverage more AI in that product, we'll start personalizing that even more depending on the guest and how they've interacted with the guide, what we continue to serve them um, as far as content to make it easier. But you're right at base, Sean, people, they might read it, but then they still love to ask a question. Yeah. So the quicker you can ask, the, the quicker you can answer the questions, uh, the better off you are. For sure. And do they think that they're, does the guest feel like they're speaking to somebody or do they feel like, do they, is it pretty obvious that they're talking to the, like a chat bot or, or a AI tool? No, I think they, they feel like they're speaking to someone because at the moment, and at the moment they are basically think of it. Um, there's a few layers to this, which are one, you can set pre-canned messages through the messaging product. Yeah. So, you're going to get a you're going to put in personalization you're going to put in a token like hey Sean we're welcome you're going to be you're, we're so excited you're going to be staying with Breezeway blah 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 um and that can feel like a regular might feel a little canned but it feels like a regular personal message right. they'll do. if you write back somebody in the office could pick up and they could respond yeah. and they'll send you a message back and it'll be a, it'll be a real person from within the client or they could be using the suggested reply that ChatGPT and Breezeway helped serve up. Or we've added another layer, which is our own people, um, our own real people, humans, not fake robots, but real people <laughs> who are trained in Breezeway and they're trained on your service level agreement and the way that you interact and how you wanna answer questions. And they know within Breezeway where to find information and so you can supplement that the AI with our own people too, and they will, you know, all hours of the day, 24 seven, they will respond to messages on the client's behalf. And if it's an emergency or it's something that needs to be escalated, then they'll call you and they'll, they'll, they'll uh, make sure you know about it. Are those all settings within like, like, cause those are a lot of different layers of ways to respond who decides like so that they don't get four responses, you know, one from a one from the AI tool, one from a person. Like who who decides that? Yeah, you set that up. That it sounds sounds like I, I made it sound a little more complicated than it is, but that is all settings you configure right um, within Breezeway, and it's pretty clear. You won't run the risk of those duplicating because you'll either set your after-hours support if you want us to help answer it. They won't see any of your, they won't engage until that clicks over and then right. you'll go. Right. Uh, but you'll see, no matter who answered, you'll see it in one, one continuous stream um, within the Breezeway account. And it'll be clear to you, you know, how that, how that interaction was run. Yeah. Which is it's cool. It's, it's awesome. And, uh, and I think that uh, as, as these learning tools that you know, like you just said, they just they can consume volumes and volumes of information, right? Which is why they can actually respond faster and better than a lot of us can just manually. And so in and more accurately than a lot of us can manually. If somebody calls 
Now, I don't, again, I don't manage all my own properties, but I can't imagine a property manager understands how to run every single hot tub in every single cabin, right? Or, you know, and so they're going to probably have to be like, hey, hold on a second, let me look it up. Like the, the guest is going to get a faster and better answer a lot of time from these learning tools. Yeah, 100%. And then that's just, you know, that's one way to use it. There's other ways that we're, um, that we're including in the product, which are like smart scheduling, right? And so- um trying to figure out it's really sounds like it shouldn't be that complicated um but if you're running a couple of properties and you need to turn them over all pretty quickly on a saturday um to get your next guest in it is a complicated dance of how you get that work done and how you piece it together and something is always dynamically changing guest wants to come early somebody's canceled or they moved out their reservation one of your service partners can't work that day or your cleaner can't work that day. So you're always like mixing and matching these pieces together. And it takes a lot of human effort to do that. But increasingly, because we have all this information, we know how you want to work. We know the work that you want to get done through detailed checklists. We know about your properties and we know how long it should take. You know, the system has so much context about what work needs to get done that it can start to take over and really handle more and more of that scheduling burden and double check your work. Like maybe you've given me, you know, four, maybe I clean for you and you've given me um, five cleanings today, but they're all back to backs and there's no way I'm going to, and they're big, and you know, uh, there were big groups that were in there. There were yeah. four, four families were in there with lots of little kids like I have. And, you know, they terrorize the place. Like there's no way you're going to get it clean. Um, surfacing up those alerts to you to make sure that, you know, nothing gets missed. That's awesome. So, yeah, so you're, that's a great point to bring up, especially, you know, I, I always go to the, the customer facing side and you guys are really at, at the core and operational operational platform and being able to really streamline and make sure that the, that the operations even run smoother and more efficiently than what you normally would, you know, just with just regular human effort, being able to take these tools is, is a phenomenal, um, you know, leg up to be able to be more efficient, turn more properties, operate more properties. And then ultimately, like you said, in some of these businesses, it's not a high margin. And so that, that ultimately means more money in our pocket when we can do all those things. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly right. I think we'll see, I think we'll see, um, you know, these really smart tools and AI really take over um, you know, more and more functionality and have the bigger impact, not just, yeah. in, it's going to have a bigger impact in our lives in many ways, but in vacation rentals, I think it's going to be really, really interesting, um, much more advanced search. So on the platforms on Airbnb, on Verbo, like very advanced search coming which is going to allow guests and potential guests to really dial in what they're looking for. Yeah. Which means, you know, as, as if you have that supply as a supplier, you're going to need to really make sure you're putting forth that information about your, about your home so that it gets captured yeah. in that advanced search. It's going to be wild. Yeah, it is. And across the board, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, you know, we see it and we, we, as a consumer, it affects everyday life. And then as business owners, being able to tap into it and understand how to maximize it is critical, right? We can't ignore it. You're not gonna, you're not gonna, you know, it, it's here and it's not going anywhere and it's just gonna continue to expand. So 
Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting conversation, Jeremy, and I'm excited to, you know, see what you guys have. Are you guys, is this a full-on product at this stage or is this beta testing for you guys or is it, is this an available product for, for the consumers of Breezeway? Yeah, this is an available product, um, available now. You can configure it if you're a Breezeway customer. Um, and it's really interesting. I didn't tell you one more, like, fun part that we did with it, which is, um, you know, it can give it a little bit of your company personality. And so uh, it's trained to be a hospitality when it suggests replies. First of all, you're in control. And so yeah. messages won't go out without you proofreading them or taking a quick look um, and at least pressing send at this point. Um, they're just suggested replies. Um, and it's trained to be a hospitality professional and use a professional tone. Uh, but then you can give your company a little more personality and you can have it, you know, respond uh, you know, Western, even yeah. you can say, Hey, I want you to respond like a cowboy. Cause that's my brand or yeah. you know, we're, at, we're, we're LA, you know, we're San Diego surf company. So we want you to imbue a little bit of surf into the messages and it'll pick it right up and do it. And we had a lot of fun testing that, um, with various celebrities yeah, and that's political figures. And it was hysterical. That that's pretty fun. Yeah, that's uh, I, that 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 would be really fun. And and what a fun like yeah to just give it your own personality so that it it does stay consistent with the brand you've got. I mean that's we've all got a brand and uh, that we're we're trying to promote and protect. And that's uh, another way to do it, which is a lot of fun, especially when you're when we're trying to say, hey, listen, these are actual responses. If I have to rewrite every one of them, it just takes me more time. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to you don't want to be in a position to. You know, you don't want to be in a position to rewrite them. And we've seen a lot of success where I think it's about 75% of suggested replies go out without any editing at all. So, um, you know, the system is providing the right, the right response and people are happy with it. Um, and then when our agents handle after hours support, I think it's 95% of those issues can be handled without any escalation. So it means we yeah. have the, and some of them are complex. Like I showed up at the property and it's not clear to me where I'm supposed to park. Right. Yeah. And so they're on the phone talking to our agents. We're looking through the property profile and we're able to use context from the property profile and information that we have to answer some of these complicated questions. And it doesn't have to go to you because sometimes people won't read it and they just want to, they just want to call you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's awesome. And, and the, at the end of the day, that just elevates the guest experience, right? We're continuing yeah. to elevate the guest experience is, is really what all of these things are, are meant to do. And well, by doing that, we maximize our assets and, and our profitability because that's ultimately what somebody's paying for, right? Is a great experience. Totally. And the better the experience goes, um, you know, that extra little lift, especially if you look, if you've ever looked at sort of the, um, because reviews, guest reviews used to be, you know, part of my business from the flip key days. But if you ever look at Airbnb, um, you know, look up the dispersion of star ratings. Yeah. And it's pretty tight, you know, like a lot of people fall to like the four, you know, a lot of people fall to basically the same thing. You're in the 4.7 range, but an extra, you know, 0.2 stars um, on one of the platforms, it makes a huge difference in listing placement, and then depending on listing placement, how much you can charge and what you can do and the revenue and profit that you can bring in 
um, from this property. It makes a massive difference. So everything you can do to get ahead on the guest experience, automate pieces of it, and give yourself yeah. the opportunity to really be on top of the process, it's a win. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jeremy, this has been an awesome conversation before. Um, and I'll, I'll post all of these places that we want to point people in the show notes for those of you listening or watching on YouTube. But where like one, who is the who's the target audience? Like who's is are they are they management companies for Breezeway? Are they single host owners that are doing this on their own? Is it is it both? Um, and, and then also where where would you point people if they wanted to get more information on this and feel like this could be a really a big help for their business? Yeah, I think it's it's anyone who wants to be, you know, the people that we work with are the folks who really care about the quality of their operation. They want to deliver a professional, like consistent quality experience to their guests. Um, and that ranges from some clients that we have, um, you know, internationally with 10,000 units to really small folks who have just one. And we really cover the gamut. We work with about 200,000 units worldwide, about 2,000 different uh, managers and hosts on the platform. Um, and you can go to breezeway.io or you can send us an email at VIP at breezeway.io. And you know we're happy to talk to you about it. Learn about your business, learn about your home and your property and how you're running it and what we can do to be helpful. Awesome. Make sure, yeah, we'll post uh, breezeway.io and VIP at breezeway.io in the show notes for those of you that want to reach out. But it's it's nice to hear that you, you know, if, if a single property owner that's managing their own properties is like, hey, I really want this awesome boutique high-end experience and these things would be helpful that these are, because sometimes, um, Jeremy, when we talk to, you know, different software founders and, and tools that are out there, it's like, well, if you don't have 10 properties, it probably doesn't work. It's not cost efficient, right? If you don't have X about a, a huge enough portfolio, it's not really built for you. And so it's kind of nice when, you know, single property owners can tap into tools like this. Yeah, we saw that we just felt that, um, you know, this was my experience at Flipkey also, you know, we started with property managers at Flipkey, then we we brought in individual owners later. When I was starting Breezeway, we really put an emphasis on making sure that the tools were easy to use. We didn't want to make something that looked like, you know, a database or looked like it was yeah. only enterprise level. And one of the real big reasons for that, Sean, was early on, people would come to us and they said, well, this is really cool. Like, this is a problem for us. Man, my cleaners are never, you know, I've tried to get yeah. my cleaners to use tools and they just won't. And we said, okay, we'll take a look at this. Like this is consumer grade, you know, this is really easy. It's friendly and it's consumer grade so that you can get into it. And that was a purpose, purposeful decision for us to invest in the design um, because we think that this is, and I think this is bearing out in the market now. It's taking, you know, we've been at this for a while, but you know, professionalism, that consistency, like you mentioned, We've got, the properties are all online now, Yeah. right? And post-pandemic, vacation rental awareness is, is really high. Yeah. Now, the, now the game to keep it moving is how do we make sure that it's a consistent professional experience? No matter if you book somebody who's been doing this for 50 years and they've got 500 units in the Outer Banks, or it's one person who really dedicates themselves to their home in Hawaii and is like really doing a good job. And it's like, both of those are professionals and they've got a place in this industry and they're going to be successful, but they need, they need help. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you guys were intentional about that, bringing those enterprise level tools to the consumer level as well, which is which is really awesome to see. And so, um, guys, again, we'll post breezeway.io in the show notes, and, and you guys can reach out via email as well, VIP at breezeway.io. And Jeremy, at the end of every episode, all of my guests get one question. And so we're going to put you on the hot seat a little bit. And so this is uh, completely unrelated to what we've been talking about. But I always ask everybody, if you could go back and rewind the clock and give yourself a piece of advice um, that like now all the years of knowledge and wisdom and everything else you've gained running down this road as long as you have, going back to your 18-year-old, 25-year-old self and, and saying, hey, here's something I wish I knew back then that I could take and move forward with. And it doesn't have to even be short-term rental applicable. And what, what, uh, is there anything that comes to mind of a piece of advice you'd give yourself back then? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I didn't get, a, I didn't get a lot of prep here, Sean. For this no, I, I know I put everybody on the hot seat on this. So this is, the, this is, this is kind of off the cuff. I think it's great. I mean, I think I did a decent job of this as a, as a younger person, but I feel like could always do better or any moments that I had to, to do this, I would encourage myself to do it even more, which is, you know, there's just an ocean of opportunity um, in the world that's available to you. If you are ready to dig in and like, and really go for it. Um, and I would encourage my younger 25 year old self to do just that. And, and, um, you know, that's what I ended up doing in my career, but I probably did it a little later than I even could have. And uh, I'd really encourage myself to do that and just, you know, dig in, but it takes like real effort, you know, don't just love go, it. don't just go one foot deep, like get in there. Love it. I love that advice. And and yeah, anything kind of anything worth doing is, you know, there's always that level of uncomfortableness in the beginning, right? You're, we're, we're not yeah. going to be, the, we're not going to be pros at whatever we try new. But, you know, like you said, I, I couldn't agree more. There's so much opportunity out there. There's so many things that we we look at and we we question whether we should run down that road. And the road looks a little bit harder than maybe we thought sometimes when we start running down. And you really just have to dive in and, and dig in. And uh, and because everything you want is on the other side of those those some of those tough times and and those opportunities you know, we have all those thoughts and how many of us have walked by those opportunities and said, ah, maybe tomorrow, maybe I'll do it later, you know, and, and it never comes to fruition. So great piece of advice. I appreciate that. Uh, and everybody listening, hopefully that resonates as well. We're, we're always, we're always trying to figure out, you know, those things that we would do a little bit different. And so, and so that we can start uh, living by those words of wisdom. So Jeremy, I appreciate you joining us today. This has been a great conversation. Those of you that are joining us, thank you so much. We know how valuable your time is, and we always appreciate you spending it with us. If you got any value out of the episode, I'd sure love a like or a thumbs up or a subscribe to our channels, whether it's on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. If you got more than 30 seconds, leave us a review. Those things really do help us. And then at the end of every episode, we always leave you with one challenge, and that is to go pick one thing that you can do today to start building that life you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey, Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicy.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.